Hey guys, welcome back to the Be Casa podcast. Per usual, it's me, Alamar Casa. I'm here once again with Sebastian, and today we're doing something a little bit different. We're here with Bree Flash. Bree's a photographer, a musician, an all around great artist, as you can tell by the outfit. Fully kitted, and we're here to have a great podcast. I hope you guys enjoy. Gang, gang. How you doing, Ben? I'm doing good. Do I need to explain why I'm talking into my phone? Or yeah, go for it. Honestly, because you just look like you look like a Tim Cook at an Apple Expo. <laughs> <laughs> I really, uh, I really fucked up my my microphone, so I'll be recording into my cell phone for this one. What were you doing with it? What's up? What were you doing with the microphone? Something, that, uh, you know? something real suspicious. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, we watched. <laughs> Involving petroleum jelly. <laughs> <laughs> coconut oil. <laughs> Lots of coconut yeah, oil. why does it have water damage? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how you doing, Bree? I'm good. That's really good. Uh, first yeah. impression. <laughs> Bree pulled up on her scooter today to let us know she was the boss. You know, so electric scooter. How long have you had that? Honestly, like two weeks, but I've been a scooter queen since 2015. Scooter queen since 2015. There you go. See, it's the musician in you coming out. Oh, yeah. I just have to have a bar at all points. Is it a very efficient form of travel in LA? Yes. I can't afford a car. So that's number one. Number two would be that I don't really like driving. Mm. Um, and number three, it's fun because I also don't have to pay for parking and stuff too and i can just like maneuver my way through or like i just feel like i can go anywhere like you don't need the freeway you just have to like plan accordingly and i like love just having my like airpods in and like cruising (laughs) there you go go. do you you ride on the street or do you ride on the sidewalk um i'm usually in the bike lane but Mm -hmm. like if the traffic looks like crazy then i'll get in the sidewalk but i'd say i'm like on the roads like 87 percent of the time (laughs) there you go living on the edge the bike lane's fucking dangerous i saw a dude get hit by a g-wagon door the other day really that sucks yeah i feel like i have like pretty good biking experience like in minneapolis when i lived there it was like super bike friendly Mm -hmm. people were also like drive really terrible there too so you get the best of both worlds so i feel like i really learn how to like maneuver traffic yeah balance is important yin yang (laughs) (laughs) so what's up what's up with y'all thanks for having me this is dope no problem no problem (laughs) we're very happy to have you trying to get you on for a little bit we just had to make sure we spread out our guests and everything but when we met you you were like one of the first people in our minds so it's dope to have you here finally okay living rent free i've been (laughs) exactly rent free in my mind because i've been listening to your music so so i'm gonna just tell you my favorite song is the I'm So Crazy track. Hey, I really like that. You can relate. And I, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it's on like a, a playlist of mine when I do like work and stuff because it's like a kind of okay, like a good like, little vibe. You know what I mean? Like, Appreciate uh, it. I fuck with that. So you guys haven't released an album yet, right? Correct. We're coming out with a EP um, probably June. Yeah. Um, just kind of finishing that up. Pretty exciting. Yeah. Probably, I think four songs are on it and we haven't exactly like figured out everything perfectly yet, but maybe some of the older ones will be on there too yeah. a little mix a little match you know you'll just have to wait and see surprise <laughs> not not disorganized yeah. but should be dope i was just wondering is that a perfected strategy you guys have because bat and i always talk about this like when we because bat's big into music and stuff but when we talk about artists we see like some people lead with an album and you're like dude nobody knows you but like the singles are the best way to actually get people's attention was that like a strategy on purpose or is it just more of a vibe um so i guess with music to jump right in like yeah. two years ago um I did like basically a collab like type of thing with my friend who from from college who is a producer named Kara. Yeah. And um, I did like a paid video thing for them because yeah. they're like, oh, we're friends, but I want to like support you, pay you. I'm like, okay, yeah. go off. And then they were like, okay, I like 
we're friends and like i want to like do more work but honestly like your rates are expensive and like i have like service to offer you so if you ever wanted to like come out with music i would love to do that for you and we did like kind of like a collab like simple thing with someone else like a while prior Mm -hmm. so it's like actually yeah like i have no music written at the time like i'm extremely insecure and not confident (laughs) in music but that's something like i've deep down always wanted to do is music and singing and songwriting but i just feel like i didn't have like the confidence or security in myself to do it so then Kara's like, yeah, let's do it. And I was like, okay, I have no idea what to do. And so then me and my best friend Kadas were writing a lot of like joke songs at the time. Yeah. And then there was like a song, I guess, kind of, that was like a serious song called Airplane Mode, which is out. Yeah. And we had written that like a year prior to that, just like just came to us. But we came up with the song Text Me Back. It's a total joke under yeah. the name Cyber Girlfriend, you know, just in case. Yeah someone found it and that was like too embarrassing we needed it like an alias and then going on from there um Kades lived in oregon still so that i was kind of just like doing cyber girlfriend like yeah. just me and i was doing like concerts and stuff in minneapolis and performing at shows and then we kind of everything was kind of like very like as a joke like not anything serious just for fun like doing music videos for fun because i'm a videographer and stuff and then last summer our song every little thing kind of went like sort of viral-ish on tiktok at least for minnesota where i was living at the time and um we got into like discover weekly and like our stream started going up from like 20 monthly listeners to like 20,000 monthly listeners nice. so that was like crazy because we're like 25 right now that's it's hey, wild yeah, yeah thank you which is dope and i guess now we're trying to figure out like what direction to go forward with it like to take it seriously like and to like how often to come out with things and i've also like always wanted to do solo music just Mm. with like my own direction i'm kind of a control freak and just doing everything myself in the long run and focusing on like my brand is brief flash is like really important to me so doing like a good balance like cyber girlfriend and solo stuff and like working on all our other passions i guess is kind of where things are going next but yeah ep coming out soon and then brief flash solo music coming soon there you go first time hearing it here stay tuned that's fact that's something i've always wondered about you though is like uh like you obviously have more than just music and videography do you do you see yourself in a like a particular lane because you obviously do like a lot of shit all the time Hey. And you're good at so much of yeah. it. So that Thanks. tends to be because normally the phrase is like jack of all trades, master of none. Oh, but yeah. I seem like you have very high watermarks in multiple areas. So mm. is it like a hard choice or like is it something that you feel like you can balance very well? Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I work very hard at all my things. So Which is important. I appreciate it. Um yeah. I know it's kind of hard because I feel like I go from one thing to the next all the time. And like I guess when I think of myself, I think of myself as like all encompassing, brief flash, and yeah. do everything you love. And because I feel like my whole life and everyone, it's like hard when people just tell you to like stay in your lane, pick one thing, like go to college for one thing, do one thing. And obviously I think a lot of people know that that's not the case. Like life is all about doing a bunch of different stuff. But I think for me, um, I've had a lot of like conversations with myself and I'm like super spiritual. So I'll think about things like very deeply, but I'll be like, hmm, if I could only be like one thing, like what would I want to be? like okay if i could never take photos again i could only do music if i could only do like wear one outfit for the rest of my life but be like a famous photographer like what would i pick Mm -hmm. and i feel like i live my life so i can do everything and that's 
kind of what I've been working out to do. Yeah. And I think it's unfair for me to have to pick one thing. Yeah. So I guess I, I don't at the end of the day, but I'd say top priorities in general are photography, music and fashion. Mm. So I kind of go in waves with those kind of whatever I'm feeling, but it's nice to just kind of always have a couple eggs in each basket and yeah. like love them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if that made sense. How do you schedule that though? Um, I like absolutely love anything I like do involving mm. like my career. So that's a dope. Um, like every morning I just like decide what I'm going to do. <laughs> like, and I guess go like each week, week by week. So like today, day in my life, I woke <laughs> up and I went to the fashion district and I got some fabric and I got some fabric for like a good price. And I was like, Oh, I'll make like an outfit out of this. And then like, maybe I can wear it or like even just learn to be better at sewing in a certain type of outfit. And then mm. maybe eventually I could like sell those if I get good enough at sewing those. And then I also got like fabric for a rug. So super random, but like also like other days will be like in the studio all day and then like recording music and calls and this and that where others will be sewing all day or photo shoot all day for like a magazine or like an editorial or like something just for fun. So mm. I guess every day is like different and exciting which i love but usually plan things out on monday and we see where the week goes you know freelance life probably the, same for y'all yeah, a little bit that's, those aren't a bad three things to have because like we already know music and fashion seems to go hand in hand especially nowadays mm -hmm. and like image and brand is so much especially in la and like a split of photography means you can do a lot of things yourself too especially that feed the music so i think it's probably why you feel like such a good balance with it too, because all of it can kind of go with with each other. You yeah, it's know not I mean? like football doctor and yeah. skateboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like spreading yourself thin. That's yeah. like yeah, yeah. Now that I think about it, and it makes a lot of sense too, because they're like adjacent passions, but they're all different enough. You know, like making a, like a triangle. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's dope. It's, it's cool that you know how to follow whatever your heart wants too. That's it's really fire. But given with the clothes thing, like I was commenting your outfit before we started rolling today, but the fact you made this yourself is crazy. Thank you. <laughs> what would you call the outfit? Um, I don't know. I no pressure to describe it. I'm wearing jeans that have like 30 pockets on them with like other patchwork denim things going on, and then a bunch of koi fish patches. I got some chains on. I got the hoodie on with the koi fish and some more denim, mm -hmm. and yeah, it's all like sewn up and stuff. I'd say this outfit was inspired by um. I used to live in China and yeah. right before there I stayed <laughs> really? with a that's, yeah that's dope. and I stayed with a host family in Japan like before that and I always thought like koi fish were like cute and cool like whatever just like I feel like a lot of people like lucky whatever mm -hmm. and there's this moment I was mentioning to you before the podcast but um like my host brother was like oh like koi fish like bottom feeders like lame like this is not <laughs> it and i was like wow they're so like beautiful and like perspective yeah. and i guess that's something i kind of always think of now when it comes to, like koi fish and stuff yeah. like kind of like one man's trash is another's treasure like so cliche but yeah. i feel like i was inspired to like make these pants because also like I'm a Pisces. I'm not like super attached to that, but yeah. I just like like fish and like water and like mm -hmm. stuff like that. Little mermaid vibes. When she told me that it was like bottom feeders to people in Japan, I was like, these things retail for like 20K. You're like, y'all selling. Anyone ever thought of that? Just <laughs> so expensive. And then like I was telling her because I was like, uh, you ever been to the Japanese tea gardens in San Francisco? They got a bunch of uh, koi fish. And then that's when she explained to me they're bottom feeders. I was like, okay, I guess not. Because I was about to compliment how cool all the koi fish looked when I was there. I mean, they are beautiful fish. The whole thing. I was like, bro, they got like different, like some of them look like zebras, bro. They got like black and white. Like it's, it's crazy. <laughs> I don't know. 
But that's dope. That's dope. Thanks. I was living in China. It was cool. So Hold up. what what age did you first go there? Um well I went there one time before I like lived there mm -hmm. and that was just like for one day on a layover, like yeah. before or after I went to Thailand. Yeah. And that was in twenty seventeen. So second year of college or so. I just went to Thailand with Cadets, little spring break thing. Yeah. But for my whole living in China situation, that was like a semester when I was in college and I was going to East China Normal University mm -hmm. and I was studying uh, business and marketing in college in general. But my program that I was doing when I was living in uh, Shanghai was like, I was an artificial intelligence researcher for yeah. um, like China Accelerator, which is like a cool company there. Yeah. And I was literally an AI researcher, which is so, um, you <laughs> yeah. know, not, it's, it's not what we were just talking about. It's my, wild. This sounds so close to sketchy. I know, but this sounds so close to fake. <laughs> Start of a sci-fi film. Me just going off on like a lie. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and then I would spend like the mornings doing like three hours of Mandarin learning the language and then i would go to work for like 70 hours a week unpaid as a ai researcher <laughs> you know just super random so you participate in child labor maybe <laughs> <laughs> who said that but then it was super cool and i really liked living in shanghai in general mm -hmm. and i actually got offered a full ride master's program in fashion design mm -hmm. which i didn't end up taking because it would have been like when i moved to la and then mm -hmm. like with covid and everything it kind of got like canceled but i guess it's a blessing in disguise yeah. but i kind of i like agreed to i did all the paperwork and everything like a year ago about now and i just always felt like it wasn't going to happen and i'd end up in la like destiny wise or whatever and i guess here we are so it's funny how things happen it's, it's honestly been weird hearing people like people who are serious about their shit how covid has influenced them uh compared to like, i guess like a lot of other people took it pretty hard but it seems like you've made like a lot of like gains in that time huh yeah it's been cool thanks um i feel like yeah you guys as well i see y'all mikasa <laughs> but yeah it's been good over the time of covid i feel like everyone obviously i mean classic covid conversation like yeah. everyone had to take a step back from their normal <laughs> lives and reevaluate everything but yeah it was really cool to be able to have a time to like just focus on music more i was working at a vintage store full-time as like a manager mm -hmm. and i was in college full-time graduated in may 2020 and like even when i was doing that my boss was always super super supportive of me and my social media and stuff and he's like low-key his vibe was like if you ever want to quit and like do your stuff like i really want you to like go far with your career like i value your destiny more than me as like a vintage shop owner so i always really mm -hmm. respected him for that and if yeah, COVID it's wild it's huh? it's i know wild. i'm like so lucky yeah but like i feel like if covid didn't happen i probably still would have worked there a lot longer and like not that i had huge crazy gains in the past like year i'm not like a million followers or something but no you got a good following though. thanks yeah, but you got a good it's been cool to be able to like, actually just focus on everything even yeah. with a job i liked and like i guess the thing i like to reiterate to myself and others is like even if you're doing something you like every day like i think for me my philosophy is you should be doing something you love every day yeah like if you just do stuff you like you're just gonna be living the same day over and over again on accident yeah it's funny because Marcello said something very similar when he did the podcast about how it's, it's good, it makes sense you guys are good That's friends. That's my best friend. Exactly. But it, <laughs> Max Bennett Kelly is the under the podcast name, but uh, it spurred him into action. COVID kind of like was like what what made him decide to like, okay, I got to like pull the trigger on everything that I want to mm -hmm. do because there's never going to be like a perfect time. Literally. And I think COVID kind of also put into like, COVID, especially in LA, I think COVID thinned the herd. Like you're only here if you really wanted to be here to go after what you That's were doing. Or you're like exactly. super 
Yeah, or you're just mm. out of it. You just, I'm so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Your exactly. favorite. Exactly. You're like, why do I resonate with this song so deeply? Because yeah, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> you two aren't even in the room. I'm just talking in a white room by myself, thinking I have guests. <laughs> Completely I'm not practicing. It. I'm just meditating. Um. <laughs> exactly. But I think it just like, it definitely did thin the herd about like, literally the most of the people I've met here, they're like bats. They're either really crazy or they're completely driven about what they wanted to do. Especially if they come here from somewhere else, they're mm. not, they're not here to waste your time. If you're here during a pandemic, you know what I mean? Literally like, or anytime, like mm. people like come and go in LA, obviously, That's true. but it's good. Glad we all could reconcile here. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. This is dope. Yeah. Where'd you go to college? Um, I went to the University of Minnesota. Oh, there you go. So I was born. Gophers, right? Yeah, go Gophers, yeah. Go Gophers, yeah. Oh, Maya. Oh, over here on the West Bank is where I live, yeah. Going to the business school. Um, but yeah, so I was born in the Valley in Tarzana in yeah. LA. And then we moved to Minnesota. And then like over the years, we lived in Switzerland and Germany for a bit too when I was a kid. Okay. My dad's like second gen german so we're okay. pretty like close to that still which is cool and yeah. like celebrate that hey hey second are you too? Gen german hey. Yeah. hey oh i me like german accent ah uh, yes my my german heritage yeah <laughs> <laughs> me really trying to dude bat's got a killer german accent really can <laughs> i hear it please he keeps it shelved. what should i say just go just go in just go uh, hi here we are on the podcast <laughs> yeah. okay. we're talking to brie today uh <laughs> I, I'm very embarrassed when I pull this accent out, so I think I might stop now. <laughs> Thank you, you see that my uh, like German uh, grandparents are like in the room with us? Or am I seeing ghosts? <laughs> anyway, yeah, I lived in Minnesota for a while. And then I didn't think I was going to go to college just because poor family vibes. And then I got full Gang. ride to U of M. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll, I will go to college if I have this opportunity. So I originally went for musical theater yeah. and like acting. And then I fell in love with photography and I was like, hmm, maybe I should do more like business vibes. Yeah. And my like parents are both very like entrepreneurial. So I was like, okay, like I'm fine with like doing freelance stuff. And mm-hmm. I felt like a business and marketing degree would give me just like a good opportunity to be a better business owner for photos videos influencer stuff and like all that so just decided to finish that out and then the whole china program thing was cool too so don't regret going to college like i wouldn't change anything but i think it's definitely not necessary if you're trying to like be a creator in la yeah yeah. it was interesting i'm kind of curious what's your like what's your relationship with social media like obviously like you're gaining like a bigger following now we're dating but <laughs> we're talking <laughs> we're seeing each other like do you really fuck with social media or do you do it because it's a part of like because uh, every time you talk about like your passions like you're more so talking about the things that you do like the the art mm. but do you like social media a lot or yeah i really uh like obviously there's a balance and like whatever or anything but i think overall like social media has definitely like, changed my life and like it's like provided me the ability to find so many other people and talk to other people and i feel like i understand it like algorithmically and like stuff like that especially with like my research in china and stuff like i feel like it's not overwhelming and like overall i'm very like techie so i feel like it doesn't like make me anxious in that sense and like i like i'm very like secure in myself and my spirituality that i don't really need like validation from others in the way maybe i did a few years ago and i think like i probably had a different relationship with social media i mean i did obviously back then but now 
like I feel like it's just something that's like almost like a scrapbook to share with others and mm-hmm. like a message board and like can offer some inspiration and like show what I'm doing but like obviously yeah it's easy to get into a rabbit hole of like comparison and like this and that or like likes and followers but I feel like that comes down to like more of your relationship with like yourself and like your spirituality (laughs) than rather than blaming it on social media. And I think just blaming anything for your like lack of self is Mm. not it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Fair enough. That sounds so pretentious. No, no, no. That's, that's not, that's not pretentious. That's just facts. Like comparison will kill whatever joy you have Mm -hmm. or whatever, like, uh, like a vision you have. If you're comparing, that's what, uh, whenever you hear people, like they try to appease everybody and then ultimately please nobody that comes from comparison constantly or like mm-hmm. taking in too many voices instead of listening to their own voice. And so yeah, that was a bar, what you just said. That's crazy. <laughs> He's going off. Yeah, there you go. That's, yeah, I just feel like... This is the place for it. Go off. Hey. Yeah, there you go. The go dungeon. off podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is the, yeah, like, <laughs> the sketchiest room in the building. Yeah, we're still reporting live from David Dobrik's dungeon, guys. <laughs> I'm like, hoping they don't murder me here. <laughs> we walked down here. The squad has a camera pointed at our backs, guys. Best believe. Hey. <laughs> Suspects. Oh, man. Oh man, that's so. But yeah, fun. social media is hard. I guess it's yeah. like, yeah, I think like we were talking about this before the podcast started for a second. It's like, okay, TikTok, like, yeah, love it or hate it, like, it's like the thing to be growing on right now. And yeah. it's like, okay, like, why did my good video I worked so hard on get like twenty views? Is it like just because I uploaded it from like on my phone, like yeah, yeah, this yeah. that? And it's like, I feel like there's a lot of mystery to things like that, which can make people anxious or frustrated and stuff too. But I just feel like I'm so at peace with like everything is what it is. Mm-hmm. Like it's like okay, we can either accept TikTok and social media as a tool to grow and engage with other people, or we can be mad at the machine and like just have something to blame on. And instead of taking everything for like as a resource. You're spitting facts right now. <laughs> no, no, because I think I think a lot of people do get frustrated with like uh, because I, it's funny because Bat and I we always run into like like it might sound nuts, but like when we threw something up on TikTok because we hadn't been posting that consistently, if it flops, it just flopped. We just we kept telling each other we just know that if you keep posting, it's gonna fall in your favor at some mm-hmm. point. So what it comes down to is like if you have your own vision, your own kind of dream, are you like looking like you said for validation immediately, and is that your driving force, or is it like oh Literally. I have a big view for like what I can do, and I know what I can do regardless of like this immediate reaction. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like. Ultimately, like setting your old own like goal markers is like way more important than just getting like direct feedback and feeling like, oh, like if I don't get over 20K likes on my video, I'm not shit versus like the one throwaway thing you do gets like a million views. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's even like, sorry. No, no, you'll drive yourself insane. Like it's even interesting, like, oh, like if a TikTok of you guys doing like a comedy line or like a thing, it's like, okay, if it gets 300 views, that's seen as like a failure. But if 300 people just rolled up to like your stand up thing, people would be like, that's amazing, you know? And it's like, we almost forget that there's like people behind social media. I mean, in a lot of other aspects too, but It's like every like view and like is someone that like fucks with you which is dope so like appreciating that as well dude you're you're spot on the the best word like <laughs> even, even rogan no rogan's problematic ass joe rogan right he's just yeah. like he's funny guy but like he had this view he was explaining to somebody that when you have like a hundred thousand followers right but because someone has like kylie jenner let's say has like 192 million right people feel bad about that but if you think about what you can do with 100,000 followers, this guy started to be able to tour and make millions of dollars a year because mm-hmm. he has 100,000 followers. That's like 2,000 person, 2,000 people in each city 
that could come see him, right? Yeah, that's amazing. We think about what 2,000 people is to come to like a place that you're at and how much you can do with that. That's so crazy. But if you're constantly playing the comparison game, you won't even be happy with what you have at a mm-hmm. high level even. Like it's it's so bizarre. Makes you think. <laughs> yeah, no, it does. It does. Because when you made that point about like there being people about it, I was just even thinking about how desensitized we've become to some of the things. Because like uh, today we had a good TikTok video is doing well. I did not even equate that those each one of those views is a person that's sitting there took a second out of their day Mm-hmm. To like 15. look at exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Exactly, they took like a moment out of their life to like give a second to what you have to like have going on, which is mm-hmm. actually nuts. Should be more grateful for those things anyway. But that that in itself could be motivation if you process all that information correctly. Or just, yeah. or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just getting super deep. It's no, good. Yeah, I think something that's been on my mind like a lot lately, and like with being present and like just like my own spiritual journey, like thinking about every moment as the first and like last time you'll experience that moment. Yeah. Like whether it's a good or not, it's like, wow, like this is the part of my journey where I get to do this. Like even like I got like, I was standing at like the bus stop and me and my friends were standing there and then this car drove by and got rain all over us. Yeah. Like the Lilo and Stitch thing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we could be so mad or I can just be like grateful that something like funny happened or now it's a story or this or that, obviously not with like actual bad things, but like day to day, it's like letting the little things just like come and go and just like experiencing them is so beautiful. Yeah. You you (laughs) don't want that to happen to you in LA. You might get hepatitis C or something from the gutter water. Just goes crazy. (laughs) Really? (laughs) I'm just just kidding. Me like, wait, what? (laughs) I was coming off Runyon. It was funny you said that. I was coming off Runyon the other day with the friend David. Like running, running? Runyon. Runyon. Oh. Right? We're walking down Runyon. like running. Okay. I I do not run. But uh, but we're coming down Runyon and we're like, it exits out directly onto Hollywood Boulevard, depending on which side you you come out on. There's just a puddle of water and we're like, if any of this gets on you, you're definitely waking up with a rash. (laughs) There's there's no way around it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's funny. Probably. Yeah. I know. When I'm on my scooter and I'm like (laughs) going around downtown. In LA, and I like go over any like little like guttery like water. I'm like, is this pee or something? Like, <laughs> yeah. like sometimes, like if I'm like I'm like super germaphobe. Yeah. Sometimes I'll just stop and lift my scooter over like tiny pet. I'm like, mm, I don't know what this is. <laughs> I'm like I don't want this on my wheel, please. <laughs> Bat was talking about picking up a skateboard and feeling something moist. Ew, oh, dude. no. <laughs> yeah. you, I, I I literally I fell. I fell on Hollywood Boulevard. And like scraped my hand, like Ew. as my hand slid, I scraped it into some goo. No, that, like the worst experience <laughs> of my life. You're I was like, right next to it. So I'm gonna cut my hand off. <laughs> yeah. No wonder Bree thought I was serious when I said <laughs> you could get hepatitis C. That's like a very likely possibility. <laughs> it was right next to a tattoo shop, though. So they had like, I literally, I walked right in there and I got whatever antiseptic shit they had. I mean, yeah. Give me what you got. Otherwise, I'd be dead now. I'd be dead for sure. So. <laughs> straight up, straight up. <laughs> they gave you the COVID vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Lucky Tattoo or whatever the fuck. Right know? next door is like McDonald's. They were like, okay, the backup plan was the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. um, y'all don't have a bathroom? Yeah. Okay, never mind. Y'all got peanut oil? Like, they please. assume you're homeless. Like, it's just all downhill. Anything. If you're dressed the wrong way anywhere at Hollywood Boulevard, they won't let you into a bathroom at a Starbucks. They'll just assume. You're like, no, I'm just fashionable. Like, no, you're homeless, dude. <laughs> Going crazy with it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, oh, my God. The do everything you love sticker 
is oh, very yeah. important. It's a very important piece. Of, uh, yeah, exactly. Because I held it up on my phone, but I look like a ridiculous person. Because I have a black tint on my phone when I did this. And I was like, mm. nobody's going to know what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so I decided to come back through with Oh, it. this one's solid, though. I know. Thank you. The frick is brief flash. I know. I like that. Yeah, I got I to gotta make him think. That's why I was <laughs> asking her where she got her stickers on. These uh, are very solid stickers. You can They're like 10 this. cents each, so really? you just earn 20 cents. You could sell them. You could flip them <laughs> 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 on the street like, hey, $1 stickers. I'm going to go just sell them to Supreme. Go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Man, did you ever like, uh, when you moved to, uh, actually pretty like well-versed as you said, you have like a pretty worldly view, but there was, so there was probably no culture shock for you when you came to LA, right? Yeah, I'd say not really, especially since like I was born here. I mean, yeah, I was yeah. little when we moved back, but we'd come here a lot in like the summers and like spend time with like my grandparents and like basically live there. So like I feel like LA in general isn't super like shocking and yeah. stuff. And my yeah. like my dad like was like raised here mostly. So yeah. like he's always like told me stories about this or that, like when we come back. But I guess if you're like culture shock with LA, hmm. Yeah, I can't really think of much. Maybe just like that people are nicer than expected. And yeah. like kind of what we talked about before the podcast, it's like everyone is kind of just doing their own thing and minding their business. And I feel like in some other states, people can like just get so obsessed with like what other people are doing. But I feel like everyone's just grinding and doing their own thing here that yeah. gives you like the freedom to like be yourself and not be like as held back Especially by others. The, in the Midwest, huh? Yes. Like, <laughs> it's that Midwest bubble for sure. Mm-hmm. But- like even just like in Minnesota, like living in minnesota is good like i that people there are cool and everything but it's just like totally different experience coming here like like the artist community and stuff is awesome in minnesota and like everyone's down to do like anything creative like but just like even here to be able to create year-round no matter the weather no matter no like seasonal depression as much it's just yeah it's a good place to be. Yeah, I, yeah. I just it's always so funny to me because when I first uh, moved out here, like I, I, people would be like, "Oh, I hate like some of the people in LA, right?" And I was thinking, "Am I just a terrible person?" Because like I didn't fall into that category. I was like, <laughs> You're like oh, "Is I, that me?" Yeah, I was like, "Bro, <laughs> am I, just, I that person?" Yeah, exactly. I just like sift through the people and I'm like, "Oh, there's good people here." And like they're all kind of doing As their own life. thing. Life. It's like there's really good and bad people everywhere. Yeah. I, I feel that. I think this is like a perception thing. People get so hung up on it instead of looking at like what they can do. They're like, "Oh, it's everybody around me is just garbage or whatever." Yeah, like, are coming in to like hangouts with like the expectation that things are going to be bad or all they care about social media or this or that making yeah. your own assumptions based off of like just everything yet yeah. again yeah it's getting deep <laughs> no no but yeah it's like i think it's obviously you have a good sense of freedom too with like how you maneuver and everything and i think if you have that, it, it's like it makes things a lot easier like when you're going into social interactions or whatever, you have less expectations with like, oh, I need to leave this with something. Because mm-hmm. you're talking about going back to Minnesota and it's like there's good and bad even when you go back to visit. But I was like the number one thing I run into is like uh, we talked about this before, but like sometimes people in L.A. ask you like, what do you do mm-hmm. before they ask you like, how are you? Before like they when ask they- your Instagram. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, you're hot. What's your Instagram? I'm yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah. is this how it is here? Let me see how many followers you got before I continue this conversation. Literally, like, though, it's, <laughs> it's fascinating. They go, hey, hey, tap in, tap in. <laughs> swipe up, like, to get to know me. Hey, Bree's got that swipe up. Bree's, the best believe Bree's got that swipe up. Bree's got that swipe up. Yeah, sorry, was that a flex to say that? <laughs> <Just> <laughs> try, try. <laughs> We're still at the Lincoln bio face. You go, <laughs> That's dope. (laughs) 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 Going crazy with it. That's so funny. I was like, social media is so superficial and stupid. Also, I was like, swipe up. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, it's so funny that they put a cap on where you can get the swipe up. 
Yeah. Like yeah. They're like, this is the exclusive club. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then you know some people, you're like, why do you have the swipe up? Who do you know? Wait, so you know how now, though, there's some people who have, they'll have the verified mark on oh, Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> and they have, like, they've got like seven followers. Do they have the swipe up? That's my question. That'd be so crazy. <laughs> I don't if, think so. If you have the verified so, check with no swipe up, what are you doing? What are you doing? Quit. I should, I should ask. I know some people who have the circumstances that you're talking about. Breeze about to put some people in check. <laughs> hey, so can you like swipe up? Yeah. <laughs> Because I can swipe up, but can you swipe up? They're like real sensitive about it. So this <laughs> coffee's talk over. About it. This coffee's over. Yeah. Dump out your cappuccino and leave. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it is interesting that like some like follower account or like accounts with less followers than like 50,000 and stuff can have like verification. And I've learned that a lot of that can come from like deals and stuff or mm. like a record label thing and stuff like that, which is interesting. Management. It's yeah. cool. Yeah. Were you even talking about that? Uh, you were talking about that on Spotify. I asked if you listen to the Rap Caviar playlist anymore, you know? No, but it went too corporate. Now it's all label placement. Do you remember mm. when Rap Caviar used to be like whoever's getting a lot of plays or like they could be bubbling? But now it's everybody on there signed to a major label. Just like curated it's, and everything. It's completely mm. and it's submitted by a label. Because I was the example I gave last time was like, you know that song Trackstar? She's a runner. She's a track star. You know, oh, so, yeah, I guess. Yeah, okay, that guy went super viral, and it made it to Billboard. It's one of the only songs like, without a record label that ended up on Billboard in the last like, five years or whatever. That's dope. Right? Okay, shout out. <laughs> he didn't get on Rap Caviar till he signed to a label. Which That's is, interesting. Exactly. That's so bizarre, right? It's like, obviously, it just shows you how like carved up everything, which I understand it's a, the music business. The but industry. Like, yeah, exactly, but it's just so nuts. Uh, like Some of these things come to be. Because like that's how you get those weird placements of like a hundred followers with a verified check, mm-hmm. and you're like nobody knows who you are, and then their hundred followers like one of them's like Kim Kardashian. You're like, who is this? <laughs> yeah, who go get a squad out here. Exactly. <laughs> that's my auntie. Exactly. <laughs> it always comes out some weird shit like that. No, my my phone just flashed. I was, oh, like, I got you. I was like very confused. I had a little PTSD moment. It's got flashbacks. There you go. <laughs> I feel like podcasts are always interesting because I feel like I'm such like a conversationalist that I'm like, try not to ask them too much. No, ask us questions if you have any questions. <laughs> oh, we really just shoot the shit. Yeah, we just kick What's it on up? you. It, we just kick it on you. It's not like a, it's not an intense situation at all. Like we just had questions for you because I was like, I've always been intrigued. And like we said, every time okay. we talk, it's always at like parties or like a kickback mm-hmm. or something. So it's like very like surface level conversation and whatnot. What other passions do you have? Actually, this is actually a question I've always wanted because whenever they ask like artists, like what do you do for fun? Uh-huh. Most of the time it falls into like the exact thing they're doing. It's yeah. a business as well. Like they're like art or whatever. But do you have any other passions outside of like your photography, your fashion or music? um yeah so those three for sure and then i'd say under fashion like sewing yeah and like i also like to like flip furniture okay okay and i love skateboarding and longboarding and scootering anything there you go small with wheels vibes um i like to like go on adventures and like hiking and like stuff like that and like thrifting obviously which kind of all is like under all those things as well can you make quilts you know to make a quilt? i could make a quilt i have in life oh. <laughs> quilt game go crazy dude quilts are like so cool i don't know i've always found that like very i think it's maybe my someday grandma, i'll just bring my you a quilt. Used to make quilts i used to think that was the shit because it's like quilt game go crazy quilt game go crazy <laughs> best belief because then you can use it like when people <laughs> yeah, like stitch yeah. like i've never understood like people like make the weird stitch like almost like art or whatever yeah. like i can't sleep with this what am I, what am I doing? My, my mom used to make it she'd knit the gloves with but it's like with the inconvenient holes <laughs> <laughs> you mean convenient <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I love that about blankets. I like um, collected blankets. I guess that's something I do. I love like retro stuff and like vintage things. Like I just redid my room and it's like like grassy cow like sky themed and like stuff like that put the picture out oh for sure go go crazy yeah Yeah. i'll I'll throw it up in there y'all can y'all can see my bedroom um introspective like pranking like videos like like deep combos and like spirituality (laughs) i'm I'm like super spiritual so i guess that's something you might not know from my social media yeah Yeah. what what did you reference early before we started recording the podcast um i've been like listening to a lot of like philosophy about like secular buddhism recently and then i also listen to like a lot of like podcasts and do like research on like psychic stuff and like yeah just like Taoism and like lots of other like spirituality things and like i don't really like identify with a certain religion or like label or anything but yeah. i just think it's really interesting to hear lots of like philosophies and kind of just see like what resonates with you absolutely yeah Bree put me on to the what is it called spiritual shit yeah oh, yeah with Aaliyah lovely shout out i listen to that sometimes i'm kind of uncomfortable with like spirituality like the thought of it but Ooh. It, it's, you know sometimes it's cool to tap in he's taking a step in you the know? right direction dipping his toe in the pond Definitely listen to the one that you sent me. Okay. And then Bat's mom hopped in on the deep end with the with the medium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My mom spoke to a, a medium recently. Really? Can yeah. I hear yeah. about it? Y'all into psychics and Go stuff? It. It, was like, it was crazy. She was on the phone telling me, like, my dead grandfather was, like, sending messages about That's me, dope. like, eating too many carbs and shit. <laughs> <laughs> so now Bat's on keto religiously. <laughs> religiously on keto. Hey, yo, Grandpa's ghost said, um, you need this uh, bulletproof coffee this morning. He said, high fats, low carbs, get to it. <laughs> so funny. Uh, yeah, it was pretty overwhelming, though, for her. She was like, there were very specific things that were said to her that were, like, pretty personal. So I don't know. I'm not, like, I'm not opposed to the idea of anything spiritual, you know? It's just a... I don't think about it too much. Wish I but could I sh- relate. I should. I should. <laughs> no, I, I understand your perspective a little bit, but like, like because of like a, whenever you see things get uh, hijacked mm-hmm. by people trying to like mobilize it for their own intention, sure. that's where people always become skeptical exactly. about exactly. things. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. I'm, not, I'm not skeptical. It's just like, it, it's one of those things. I, I let like, see it to believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Let things fall as they may. I thought someone was trying to open the door, and then I heard the car noise, and I was like, no, this is definitely just like a wind situation. <laughs> it's the camera crew. They, yeah, it's, a camera, it's Clev. It's Clev. Yeah. Clev's just rolling up right now. <laughs> Shout out to Clev. We got to put a picture of Clev in here. Shout out to Clev. <laughs> the best mustache in LA. We love Clev. Yeah, Clev's a legend, dude. <laughs> mustache king. Yeah, dude. How much time did we do? We're at 38 minutes right now. Is this solid? You're bored? No, I wasn't. I wasn't. This is bored. the worst Tinder date mm-hmm. ever. No, this is good. This is this is, this <laughs> really, this is a really good podcast. Yeah, we love this. Yeah, you have anything you want to you need to get off? Wait, can oh. I ask one more question? <laughs> yeah, go for yeah, it. What's up? I, I've been, I was curious too. Is like, okay, you you've probably been a creative person like throughout your lifetime. What was the shit you were interested in as like a kid? That evolved into all of this stuff now. Um, so I was a competitive dancer for like uh-huh. ten years. Oh, go off, step it up. Uh, hey, <laughs> you're like, drop the mic, dance. Yeah. But yeah, I danced for a long time. That was like my biggest thing. Mm. And then also like always singing and like messing around on piano and stuff like that. I always wanted to take lessons, but like dance was like the thing I was focusing on. Sure. And like as a kid, like kindergarten, wanted to be like a ballerina, like just like always kind of that vibe. And then when I was in first grade, um, I got the gift of like uh, this like photo editor app for kids. Mm-hmm. It was called like Hallmark Card Studio, which is mm. cool. So I kind of like learned how to like make graphic design stuff. Literally as a first grader on like our family computer, 
and then I got Photoshop in like third grade and was just like doing that stuff and I was always interested in like learning like Chinese and like Japanese and stuff as a kid Mm -hmm. and my dad actually worked in China for most of my childhood so like I always was like interested in learning Chinese to eventually go like work for him or with him or something kind of in the back of my mind which is unrelated to my mm-hmm. own journey there but kind of interesting but yeah dance for a long time I was always like into like spiritual stuff actually as a kid like into like ghosts and like aliens and like stuff like that really liked being like a camp counselor like working with kids and it's kind of like a little bit of everything you know like frogs and like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. fish and big tadpole person I could be <laughs> tadpole or the frog. Which one's better? I remember when I found out like tadpoles were frogs. It blew my mind. I was like in preschool. I was, that like, was a big one. What the fuck? I was, like, How about the birds and the bees? That must have been a good one for you. <laughs> birds and the bees blew my mind. Best believe. Took like, to Whoa. Yeah, exactly. All the fucking butterflies from the cocoon. That shit blew my mind too. Yeah. Oh, I lost it, dude. You know See, that's what I, when I think about shit like that for like too deeply, it just it I get freaked out. Aliens exist. It's not even related. It's, it's like it's fucking much. aliens exist, dude. You find tigers can like swim at like 50 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. like, dude, aliens exist. It's over. <laughs> spiders got like 14 eyes. Like, what's <laughs> yeah, that about? Well, is it, is it spiders that aren't insects? Is it the thing? Yeah, Probably. they're arachnids. There you go. Yeah. Well, okay. Because yes, they have an exoskeleton. <laughs> yes, I failed biology. Best belief. <laughs> but I'm still here. Oh, man. How about y'all? What were you passionate about as kids? I was like, I was like big into, I really like history. I was like big into sports and history, like American history, world history in general. It's always been my thing. Like I really like going to Smithsonian and shit when I started to go there when I was a kid. So kind of like. That's made, dope, little dinosaur mm, boy. Exactly. Low key. Like I used to think archaeology was crazy. Like when Whoa. I found out, like I, biggest thing that blew my mind was like when I found out things could be preserved in amber. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I was like, like, what? There's just a leg, <laughs> like, just, like a dinosaur leg. foot, like just in amber. You're like, what are we doing? Here? A mosquito? There's like mosquitoes that are alive from like 10,000 years ago. <laughs> this big. Yeah, exactly. And I was mosquitoes like, never die. Dude, I used to love sharks, but then my love of sharks also turned into why I don't go above my head in the ocean anymore, mm. like okay. at all. Like I would never go swim out there. I'm like, bro, these things are lurking. But, but you like, feel that? Yeah, 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 you feel me? Like. <laughs> yeah, I used to be really big into like like animals and history, like a lot of a lot of that. Yeah. How about you, Matt? I liked learning shit, but I like I, I was never good at learning shit at school. I just like making stuff, if I'm honest. So I like music and like I did animation and photography when I was in middle school, high school. So yeah, I don't know. I guess going off of that to continue talking about myself. Um, Go for it. Like um, with photography, I got my first camera in second grade when we moved to Germany, and like after that like during that like whole like trip thing me and my brother like started a youtube channel together and it was just like stuffed animal kids videos and stuff like that and like kids cooking i was never allowed to show my face in it from my parents or whatever Mm -hmm. but i feel like i learned a lot and like video and photo was like always really a big part and interesting thing i'm super into like dreams and stuff too obviously um like as a kid i always like you know how you have like repeated lucid dreams sometimes or like a recurring dream yeah so like with lucid dreaming um like having a tick in it you know to like notice that like a reality check you know what i'm talking about yeah. yeah so like mine ever since i was like five has always been me taking a photo and the camera stopping and that's when i know i'm in a dream and that's like always been my tool even before i ever had a camera so i've always like kind of felt like a that's life wild. calling for photography and yeah. stuff too that's crazy and then that's i didn't insane. really correlate that until like 
college when I started doing photography professionally and I was like I had like that lucid dream again and I was like whoa mm-hmm. like my whole life like my lucid dream like reality check was to take a photo like that's pretty crazy that's cool one day it just stops in real life and then you, <laughs> yeah. a, you have like an inception moment like inception moment that would be crazy that'd yeah. be a good movie yeah exactly that's how it starts it's like <laughs> Do you guys have a lucid dream, like, reality check thing? No, I, I haven't Or any had, recurring dreams? No, I haven't had any recurring dreams, but I haven't been smoking weed for the last, like, three months, right? Mm. So my dreams have okay, been, like... Okay, sober king. So yeah, exactly. But I've been, like, really intense, like, every time I would have a dream. But I always tend to forget my dreams unless they're, like, bad. I don't know if that's mm. just me. But unless I have a bad dream... It's those a trauma. Al- yeah, those always stick with me. Mm. But if it's, like, a good dream, I'll be, like, kind of, like, loosely remember it. I'll be like, yeah, I was drinking a White Claw, like, a fucking... On a, on a fucking, <laughs> with the boys. Yeah, you know, with the boys on a, on, a, on a boat or some shit. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but then it's like... But I'll forget, like, the 90% of it. But then if it's, like, the most traumatizing thing, like, I feel like I fell out of a building or, like, got assaulted or some shit. <laughs> I'll be like... Okay, this is what sticks with me for like <laughs> two and a half weeks. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you think about it when you're like awake. Like, yeah. oh, fuck. Uh, yeah, but I, yeah, I don't know. But it, my dreams have been so intense since I've stopped. I know it's like normal, but like so intense since I stopped smoking weed. It was crazy. I don't know. It was like almost like you can feel it. It's mm-hmm. so bizarre when dreams feel like so real. Like that's why you said your reality check. I haven't been like dreaming enough as I gotten older to like have those moments wake yet. Wake up. I'm, exactly. I'm sure. Wake I'm sure I might eventually. You know what if I mean? If you're hearing this, wake up. <laughs> <laughs> you? Usually when I have dreams, like uh, I'm like a really heavy sleeper. So I set an alarm for like early in the morning and I'll wake up for a second and then I go back to bed and that's when I have all of my dreams that I like remember. Mm. But I'd say usually I like, I like know what I'm dreaming, but I just, just let it happen. Just experience it. Okay. Most of them are kind of bad dreams, but they're like interesting. <laughs> I tell my you that sometimes. I like most of my dreams are kind of bad dreams, but like I'm never in danger. You know? just, like, <laughs> I'm just chilling, but like not really, I guess. I'm <laughs> never in fear for my life. Yeah. Just until you are like, you yeah. know, uh, yeah, I don't, it's always a bit precarious. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I, when I was younger, I used to always have like dreams that I was falling. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I, just, I hope it. I don't fall. And then I'd wake up. I'd wake up every single time. That was I did have reoccurring dreams when I was a kid, but like not not recently. When I was in like when I was in like second grade, I had this dream that I fell out of my bunk bed. I swear to this is like my first acid trip. Was, like, <laughs> You're like this is my ego death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I was like I fell out of my bunk bed and I just kept on falling and falling and falling. But it, it made it so much worse because everything was like super fucking psychedelic. Yeah, yeah. Just flashing colors and it felt like it lasted for hours. Oh but, fuck. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, oh. That sticks with you me. said, what's in the mac and cheese? <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, Kraft, need a lawsuit the real quick. The ayahuasca mac and cheese. That's crazy. That's a band name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a punk band. It's a punk band from Louisiana. Once I went on this Tinder day with this guy, and he just talked about his ayahuasca trip for two hours <laughs> while we walked around Minnesota in, like, negative five degrees. It's crazy. And then we went to Hell's Kitchen yeah. to end the night, and I paid for my own food. <laughs> Modern love. There you go. Pack it up, Twilight. You're from uh, <laughs> you're from Minnesota, so you might get this. You've ever spent too much time like on a lake, and then when you go to bed, you like feel like you're still kind of rocking back and forth. Mm. You ever had that sensation? Honestly, I'm not out on the lake that much, you know. <laughs> okay, okay. Who okay. have you from your um, yeah, like, Minnesota heritage? It's not even being in Minnesota. It was mainly when I was like being in the ocean to go boating like with friends or whatever. But like Lake Tahoe, if you spend like a week out on the water, like four times a week, five times a week in a week. And like my dreams and like uh, when I'd be falling asleep, I was like, because I've been in an inner tube. 
I just said, feel like I'm rocking. Have you rocking. noticed this is a waterbed? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just that's feel interesting. Like I, that's cool. Feel like I was rocking right before I'd fall asleep. I was like, what the fuck? Also, what is that weird jolt? You guys ever get that? Yeah. Right before you fall asleep. Lightning moment. Yeah, like right before you fall asleep, like with your legs or your, or yeah. your like body. You get that? Oh back? yeah, I just get that during the day though. <laughs> I just get that at yeah, girls though. <laughs> that just has a, an Everlast battery by his neck that just shocks his spine every time he's like walking around. <laughs> just some period cramps. <laughs> That's what period cramps feel like. Honestly, yeah, the really? jolt thing. Yeah. Really? Whoa, my god, I'm not missing it. I've never thought about it like that, but that is how it feels. Okay. Interesting. Fuck, fuck mm. that. Comment below. There you go. <laughs> you Please relate. like, share, subscribe. Comment below if you have period cramps. No. <laughs> Oh man. Period. Oh. There you go. All right. Should we wrap it here? Yeah, I think this is a good place to end it. This has been a okay. really good podcast. Mm-hmm. We just, it's 40 something minutes, right? Solid. All right, guys. It's been another episode of the Mikasa podcast. Per usual, if you've been fucking with us, go ahead and leave a like and comment. If you haven't fucking with us, go ahead and take it to your grave. And if you fall somewhere in the middle, go ahead and help support the boys. Give us a sub. Uh, but per <laughs> usual, this has been me, all my cousins. I'm here with Bat. And once again, this has been Brief Flash. Thank you for coming. Hey, Bree. thank hope, you. Hope everybody's staying safe and healthy. Gang, gang. Appreciate you guys. All up.